0: Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Vrabel said he needed to expose quarterback Malik Willis to a two minute drill at practice on Monday. I think that's a very interesting thing to consider when we talk about the backup quarterback position. We're going to talk about that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Roland. Titans fans had another Tennessee Titans training camp practice on Monday. We got a lot to discuss. Malik Willis getting exposed to a two minute drill. DeAndre Hopkins had a vintage day for the Titans. Also, the Titans are going to have a new head coach on Saturday against the Chicago Bears. So, we got a lot to discuss. Before we get into it, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year long, always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thumbs up on the video right now if you're watching. Helps out the channel. I don't ask for much. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. And with that being said, though, let's dive into Monday's practice. And again, I want to talk about what's going on here with Malik Willis and what Mike Vrabel had to say on Monday, so everybody struggled. First and foremost, the entire offense for the Titans struggled on Monday. I want to make that clear right away, and one of the big reasons was there was 14 mile per hour wind gusts, according to Sam Phelan, of A to Z. I mean, it was very difficult for the Titans offense to operate at all on Monday because of those winds in the weather, so just keep that in mind, and just to prove that it wasn't just Malik Willis who had his struggles out there, Tannehill did not have a very good day. He started out seven for nine and had seven straight incompletions to end practice. He was nine for 16 on the day with seven straight incompletions to end practice. Now, he went two for three in a red zone, red zone period with two touchdown throws, one to Hopkins and Phillips, um, didn't get anything going in the two-minute period, four straight plays for the Titans' first-team offense off the field immediately in a full-team two-minute drill. So, Ryan Tannehill didn't have a great day either. It was the offense all around. You look at Will Levis. According to Jim Wyatt, Will Levis had the most efficient two-minute drill for the Titans, but he got him down for a 48-yard field goal, and Caleb have missed it. Will Levis had his ups and downs. According to Jim Wyatt, he had some missed throws on the day. Also had some touchdown passes to Reggie Roberson, that connection. Still strong Colton Dow as well. So there were ups and downs, but overall, it was an ugly day for the offense. And I wanted to say that as I get into this with Malik Willis. So Malik Willis had a drop touchdown pass. Mason Kinsey dropped it in the end zone. He ran two touchdowns in during seven on seven red zone period. So Malik had his good moments. Uh, he was one for two during red zone seven on seven through a pass to Josh Wiley for a touchdown. He had a big-time throw to Chris Moore in that two-minute drill. So what the Titans did was a minute and 10 seconds left, full-field, two-minute drill. Malik Willis had a big-time completion to Chris Moore to move the ball down the field. He got the team in position for a 53-yard field goal, and the kicker missed. We'll talk more about the kicker in a second. So Malik Willis had his good moments as well, but there was an interesting conversation in the press conference where Paul Kaharski asked about Malik Willis and something that Mike Vrabel was saying to him during that two-minute drill. Uh, According to Jim Wyatt, there was uh, some delays and Malik Willis needed some encouragement to move quicker during the two-minute drill. According to A to Z Sports, there was even a false start during it, a couple of penalties there. Malik Willis apparently was having some issues getting the ball snapped during the two-minute drill. The clock was running all the way down to the point where, according to Paul Kaharski, during the press conference after practice, Mike Vrabel was yelling at Malik Willis, gotta go, Malik. You gotta go, Malik, because it was taking so long in two-minute drill. And I just want to read to you the exact question, the exact question from Paul Kaharski and the exact answer from Mike Vrabel. So let's just dive in here to the question. From Paul Kaharski. Quote, when you scream, gotta go, Malik, twice, and he doesn't get the playoff. When the play qu- clock is dwindling, what's the disconnect there? So that is the exact quote from the press conference from Paul Kaharski. Gotta go, Malik. Mike Vrabel screamed, gotta go, Malik, twice. He didn't get the playoff. The play clock is dwindling. What's the disconnect there? Well, here is what Mike Rabel had to say in response. I don't think that there is a disconnect. I think that's why you practice. It's early on in two minutes. These situations are critical. So we'll make corrections, and now we'll explain to him and make sure that everybody is seeing through the same set of eyes and that we understand what the situation is. But, you know, there is going to be some of that we got to work through. Uh, We work our way through. Would we like every two-minute drive to go down there and kick a 30-yarder? Sure, we would. But sometimes that doesn't happen. The more that you expose him to these situations that aren't scripted, those are great opportunities to learn. And if we don't come back and get it the next time, then we'll have to figure out why. But now it's his first exposure to that situation. I'm sure it'll be much better the next time. I'm sorry, but I have some questions about that quote. So Malik Willis is letting the play clock go all the way down to zero in a two-minute drill with 110 on the clock, and you got to go the full length of the field to get in field goal position? Yeah, that's a great question. What is the disconnect there? How does that happen multiple times? And you take a false start. I I just, and then Mike Vrabel is saying that the more you expose Malik to these situations. He said, but it's his first exposure to that situation. We're talking about a two-minute drill. The Titans had officials on the field. It was a two-minute drill like he would be running unscripted, getting the plays, in and out of the huddle. Tim Kelly telling him what the call is. You're telling me that's Malik Willis's first exposure? He started three games last year. He played college football. You're telling me that's Malik Willis's first exposure to unscripted two-minute drill? That Something doesn't add up here. Something about that quote doesn't make a lot of sense. And I don't know if that is catching everybody's eye right now. Kind of seemed like that was something that people kind of glossed over today. But that's a pretty huge quote. When Mike Vrabel was saying that this is the first exposure Malik Willis has had to an unscripted two-minute drill. And How is he going to be in a position to beat out somebody like Will Levis who was in a pro-style offense in college and had to execute two-minute drills in the SEC every single Saturday? Like, I feel like these are just little hints that maybe people are glossing over, but they're big things in my opinion. Like, How can Mike Vrabel be saying that you're exposing Malik Willis to a two-minute drill situation and unscripted? That's just football. Right? The coach is calling the plays. It's unscripted. An unscripted two-minute drill is literally just football. So I felt like that was something that people didn't pay attention to enough and that kind of got glossed over again. Bad day up and down for all the quarterbacks and the entire offense. But I I think this quote needs a little bit more attention than maybe it's getting because that's a strange thing to say about a quarterback who's in his second year in the NFL and who started multiple games last year, that this is his first exposure to two-minute drill, unscripted two-minute drill? I don't know, man. That just stood out to me. If that doesn't make you guys raise an eyebrow, then then I don't know. Let me know down below in the comments if I'm crazy or not, but that's just something weird to to hear for a second-year quarterback in the NFL. But moving right along, we are going to talk about DeAndre Hopkins. A vintage day. From DeAndre Hopkins, Andre Dillard, a bounce-back day, had a nice day as well, according to reports. So we're going to get into all of that. Also, Mike Vrabel will not be the Tennessee Titans head coach in their first preseason game against the Chicago Bears. I'll explain why in just a second. Before we get into it, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. With draft prep underway, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. If you're looking for a second year fantasy football wide receiver who can drive your team to big points while he catches on with a new starting quarterback, Garrett Wilson is a guaranteed fit with Aaron Rodgers, ready to build on his rookie promise with the Jets. Watch for Wilson to make big plays all over the field with his speed, quickness, and route running. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories right at your fingertips, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. They have air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit Helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know that you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with eBay guaranteed fit. Everything your vehicle needs is just a click away for the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle. Just look for the green check. Get the right price, the right parts, the right fit at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about the Malik Willis quotes, how bad the offense was in general on Monday as well, and that crazy wind. Got to keep that in mind, of course. But we're going to move forward here. DeAndre Hopkins had a vintage day at practice on Monday. Going to talk about what he was doing. Also, Andre Dillard with a bounce-back performance. He's starting to kind of find his Find his feet, and Mike Vrabel talked about that a little bit after practice as well. And then at the end of the show, I'll tell you why Mike Vrabel will not be the head coach for the Tennessee Titans against the Chicago Bears this weekend. I'll explain all of that. Before we get into it, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free on all apps. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. We got preseason coming up this week. I got a lot to talk about as we get towards that game, what I'm looking for in that matchup. I'll be going live immediately after the game on Saturday night to break down everything that happened. So excited for that. I see you guys in the comments fighting about Will Levis and Malik Willis as always. Jeez, my Levis bias. I had Malik bias last year and Malik bias during the OTAs. And now I got Levis bias. You know, guys, I'm just telling you what happens every day. Mixing in my opinion here and there. Um, Don't shoot the messenger all the time. All right. Anyways, uh, I was also a never-Levis guy before the draft. So it's funny now that everyone tells me I have a Levis bias. It is what it is. That's what comes with the gig, I guess. But thank you guys all so much for all your comments. Whether you think I love Will Levis, Malik Willis, whatever. Just appreciate you guys tuning in, talking some Tennessee Titans. But again, DeAndre Hopkins, according to Jim Wyatt, had an eye-opening day on Monday at practice. An eye-opening day. He had a a touchdown in 7-on-7 on on a post route, a strike from Ryan Tannehill. Well, he went went up, caught it, double-tapped in the back of the end zone, got pushed down to the ground, held onto the ball. The Titans actually posted that video on social media right before I started recording on their Twitter account. And for you guys who ask why, we don't have videos here and stuff. The Titans are like Fort Knox when it comes to media. Other teams, Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles, Buccaneers, Bills, blah, blah, blah. You, Green Bay Packers, you can watch 11 on 11 video. People can take videos of anything. The reporters can shoot anything, not the Titans. They, they don't allow that. Only they'll be allowed to put out those zoomed in videos that they give us. But you can see the catch. So shout out to them. Anyways, moving right along. But uh, Hopkins had two catches and 11 on 11. Uh, one on either sideline, according to A to Z Sports. Um, A lot of great stuff from DeAndre Hopkins. At one point, Derrick Henry went out to celebrate with DeAndre Hopkins, according to Jim White. He went out there and had to celebrate with him, even though he wasn't involved in the play. So just love, you love to hear that. You love to see that from DeAndre Hopkins. Again, we have to remember here, if DeAndre Hopkins is truly a 1,000-yard receiver and truly a top-10 wide receiver in the NFL... If he's truly still that, I don't even think he needs to be that for the Titans for him to be good enough to to help the Titans accomplish a lot of their goals. But if DeAndre Hopkins is that, and yeah, MB says, isn't this the guy that the media was saying didn't like to practice? Well, Hopkins responded to that a couple of weeks ago and said that was in Houston when they were trying to, "Eh, never mind, but you know, Houston was trying to run his name through the dirt a little bit there. And uh, I think that practice thing popped up from that. So, yeah, Hopkins looking really good in practice. Um, uh, again, an eye-opening day, according to Jim Wyatt. But I also want to talk about somebody else on offense. And and it's funny that the offense had a really bad day because of the wind. Generally speaking, it was a, it was a tough day for the offense uh, because of that those strong wind gusts and stuff like that. But I'm talking about Hopkins and talking about Andre Diller. Shout out to... Uh, Teron Davenport from ESPN, who reported basically Andre Dillard had three big wins in one-on-ones, one against Arden Key, one against Danico Audrey, one against Sam Okwe and Onu. Um, Taron Davenport, again, we're examining the questions that Mike Vrabel was asked during his press conference as much as we are the answers. But uh Taron Davenport asked Mike Vrabel about how Andre Dillard was doing. And in Taron's question, he said that he thought. Andre Dillard had some good reps. He said that Andre Dillard seemed to be stacking some good days. Mike Vrabel even kind of retorted, thanks for your evaluation, Tehran." blah, blah, blah. But I trust Tehran's evaluation. I think that he wouldn't say that unless Andre Dillard has looked better recently. And then Mike Vrabel spoke to it. And then Mike Vrabel talked about it. And he said, Andre Dillard is in better football condition right now. He said, when you're an offensive lineman, you can run as much as you want, but practices are long days. For offensive linemen, you do individual drill, then you got to go do team, and you're running around constantly. And for those bigger guys, it can be tough. So Mike Rabel even talked about the fact that Dillard's getting more comfortable, like just here in Tennessee, you know, at the facility, being with his teammates, being on a new team, all of that. Mike Rabel went into that. So hearing that, because in my opinion, the two biggest additions to the Tennessee Titans offense this year are need to be DeAndre Hopkins and Andre Dillard. If Andre Dillard can live up to his first-round pedigree as a first-round pick and he can actually perform as a starting-level left tackle, that's going to be, after what we saw last year, that is going to be a mind-blowing element for the Titans' offense. And we were a little worried early on, but like Mike Vrabel was saying, just getting more comfortable, getting in better condition getting settled, and now Dillard's looking pretty solid in camp. So hopefully that continues. Hopefully that's something that shows up when the Titans play against other teams because what would it mean for this Titans team to have just average starting-level NFL left tackle play? That's all they really need. And of course, with Hopkins, I don't need to talk a bunch about what that would mean for the Titans offense, but I will just say this. The game plan against the Titans is stuff against the run, bring a bunch of people to the line of scrimmage, Don't let Derrick Henry get loose. Get the Titans in the third and medium, third and long situations and play man coverage because the Titans don't have guys who can beat man coverage consistently and get them first downs. That's why Kyle Phillips being hurt so much last year was so hard. That's why relying on Traylon Burks to be in the A.J. Brown role when he's a rookie is so hard. That's why having Robert Woods and Nick Westbrook-Akina as your starting receivers on a lot of weeks is so difficult. Who is winning against man coverage? Well, guess who's always open against man coverage? guess who is covered but still always open against man coverage? DeAndre Hopkins. So if the Titans could get solid starting left tackle play and a wide receiver who is always open against man coverage and add them to their offense, I mean, I don't even need to tell you guys what that does to the Titans' ceiling as a team this year. But with that in mind, Mike Vrabel is not coaching the Tennessee Titans' first preseason game. Mike Vrabel will not be the head coach for the Tennessee Titans in their first preseason game. I'll tell you why, who it's going to be, and why it's a great thing for the Tennessee Titans organization here in just a moment. fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about Malik Willis's exposure to two-minute drill in practice. That was a weird comment from Mike Vrabel. Um, interesting situation with the two-minute drill there. We talked about the other quarterbacks struggling as well and the offense in general struggling on the day, but we also talked about a very good day for DeAndre Hopkins individually and Andre Dillard individually, so there were some Good things mixed in there with all the bad. It was a very windy day in Nashville, so it's not like the offense was just awful. They were battling the conditions. It was tough out there. But, hey, they may have to do that in some games as well, so I'll let you decide how you feel about that. But with that being said, with all that being talked about, we got to talk about Mike Vrabel doing a really cool thing and appointing defensive line coach Terrell Williams as the acting head coach for the weekend in Chicago against the Bears, really cool that Mike Vrabel did that. I'm going to dive into all that before I do. Thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day, Monday through Friday. Tennessee Titans content all year round, all apps, always for free. I'm going to be going live on Saturday night after the game. Immediately, I'm going to have five, six, maybe actually it'll probably be about thirteen or fourteen straight days of podcasts. It'll be about twenty-eight to thirty podcasts in about thirty-five days. By the time I'm done with this training camp preseason stretch, always for free every day. Get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. Throw a thumbs up on the video as well. Shows free. I'll ask for in return as the press of a button. But Mike Vrabel. Said he wasn't going to coach, Be that he is going to coach, but he's not going to be the head coach for the Titans when they take on the Chicago Bears. He, instead, he is going to have defensive line coach Terrell Williams, captain the squad. I think that's really cool. It's obvious what Vrabel is doing here, trying to get one of his best assistant coaches and get them on a path to career advancement. Mike Vrabel had this to say about the decision. Terrell Williams will act as the head coach for Chicago starting on Friday. I think this is a great opportunity for him and for us and for everybody involved. Big T, which is Terrell Williams, will handle that. Clint McMillan, who's a defensive line assistant, will handle the defensive line. That will start on Friday. He said... I think that dealing with him and talking to the trainer, and again, we'll have a lot of conversations between now and Friday, just handling things with the roster, discussing those discussing those things with the assistant coaches, how we want to play the game, let him make those decisions in the game. We'll go into the game with things we think we need to try and get done, and I'll help him where need be. I think it will be a great opportunity, well-deserved, something that I wanted to do. And you know what? It is well-deserved. Think about some of the best unsung heroes on the Titans over the recent years. Think about, you guys remember this one, Isaiah Mack out of Chattanooga in 2019. Undrafted free agent nose tackle played pretty well for the Titans that year. Think about Tier Tart, undrafted free agent. 2020 came in. Look how you guys feel about Tier Tart now. He was an undrafted free agent out of nowhere. Think about Naquan Jones who stepped in and made an impact for the Titans in two seasons and is back with the team. Also, think about Jeffrey Simmons and his development as a player. Terrell Williams is responsible for all of that. Naquan, uh, I already said Naquan Jones, but Demarcus Walker, Mario Edwards last year, even a guy like Kevin Strong. Now Jaden Peavy is another undrafted free agent who's taken a leap in training camp, who has a chance to maybe be a starter this year. Terrell Williams has developed some great players and done some excellent jobs on the defensive line. So he absolutely deserves it. I love, personally, and I talked about this when we talked about um, Tony Dews, I love that Mike Vrabel is putting a focus on developing coaches and letting Tennessee be a place where coaches know that they can come, they can get better, and then they can leave too. It started with Matt LaFleur in 2018. Vrabel brought him on knowing that he was probably going to move on and be a head coach after the season. But Vrabel wanted the most talented coaches possible. So now, yes, Mike Vrabel hired Chris Harris, the defensive back coach, who was getting interviews to be a defensive coordinator. He's probably going to go be a defensive coordinator after the season. Charles London hired as the quarterback coach and the passing game coordinator. He's probably going to get hired to be an offensive coordinator after the season. He got some offensive coordinator interviews this all season. Mike Vrabel knows that these guys are probably going to move on. Mike Vrabel moved Tony Dews from the running back coach to the tight end coach so that he could be more involved in the run game and the pass game planning every single week, which gives him more exposure and more experience and more opportunity to advance his career. I want Mike Vrabel To have a a station in Tennessee where the Titans can get some of the best coaches in the NFL as they're in between phases. Yes, that means that the coaching staff is going to rotate more often. There's going to be more turnover, but the Titans are also going to be exposed to some of the best coaches, some of the best methods, some of the best thoughts of any coaches in the NFL. If you uh, constantly, if the most talented and smartest coaches in the NFL, feel comfortable coming to work for you, you are only going to soak up more of that knowledge. Again, I made this point during the summer. I want to make it again. Not only is the progression of the players important, but the progression of Mike Vrabel as a head coach, himself scouting himself, him understanding where he needs to get better as a coach, him understanding what he needs more of from his assistant coaches to fill in his weaknesses, what he wants schematically more. Now, after being the head coach for multiple years, just isn't just the team, isn't just the players that are getting better. Mike Vrabel is getting even better as a coach as well. And when you think that Mike Vrabel was a coach of the year earlier in his early in his head coach career, him getting even better after already being a top 10, top 12 coach in the NFL, Mike Vrabel's progression as a coach is just as important as anything else. And I also do want to say, it's just cool that that Mike Vrabel that Mike Vrabel is promoting diversity. Mike Vrabel is hiring uh, female coaches to the staff. Mike Vrabel is hiring Sarah Bailey in the analytics staff. Mike Vrabel is putting people of color in a position to succeed, wanting them to get promoted, wanting to push them further. I know to some of you guys that stuff isn't important, but I'm proud to cover a team and to like a team that cares about those things as well. So. Shout out to Mike Vrabel. I think he's progressing as a coach. I think he's doing it the right way. And I think stuff like that creates good karma for the organization. And I think the Titans are on the with the addition of Rand Carthon, what they're doing in the front office, Mike Vrabel's growth as a player, being able to add, I know it didn't all work out, but being able to add a Clowney, being able to add a Julio, being able to add a Hopkins, like players want to come to Tennessee now. It's viewed as a smart, strong organization. And they may not win a Super Bowl this year, next year, whatever, but this is the right process. And as people always say, don't judge the results, judge the process. The Titans are doing things the right way, and that's exciting. So anyways, moving right along. That's going to do it for me. The Titans have practice again tomorrow on Tuesday. So I'm going to be back tomorrow night to recap all of that for you guys as well. As always, I am your host, Tyler Roland. Got a time-up intro. And this is Locked on Titans.